pa 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 ja 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 pa ja pa no it's not gibberish i'm trying to make sense of some words hi i'm madhuri and with me i have a friend ritika who has joined me to find some solace in stories and narratives we thought that we can read to each other here on this podcast and help you sleep with words for no other kind of sleeping seems possible right now isn't it rutika absolutely madhuri we will meet you every weekend with some excerpts from either a novel a poem a quote a short story an anecdote or a dialogue that stayed with us by delving into how it moved us join madhuri and i every week before falling asleep as we paint the blank canvas of your dreams with words that became our lovers by listening to a podcast sleeping with words hi rutika hi madhuri so i'm really excited to start this journey with you this is a very first episode of reading to each other what do you think uh yes absolutely i am quite excited when you told me that this is uh, your idea for a podcast especially because you and me are both are readers and we love words uh, i thought uh, who else could i do something like that with and i'm really happy that you made me a part of this journey yeah so uh, you know before we go on to read certain words since we find solace and comfort in words i thought maybe we can begin by embracing this words so instead of asking you how are you i'm going to ask you that what is that one word which describes your state of mind currently hmm okay so the one word that i'm feeling uh, you know a lot is currently overwhelmed because uh, there's so much happening around me and there's so so much happening within me that uh, it sort of feels like uh, i am uh, uh, you know i'm in a in a storm of emotions Hmm. Yeah, I totally hear you. Uh, I think I would also like to pick from this only. Like this is the feeling that I am feeling too. But just I would use a different twist of words to describe it. I am feeling gush of emotions. Like they are on extreme spectrums. Sometimes I am too tired and too exhausted of everything. And sometimes I am so ever overwhelmed with all the positive emotions that I have. that i no longer know what is the outlet like what is the outlet if i want to shower love if i want to shower affection or just see someone touch someone so it's been literally two spectrums with gush of emotions hopefully this podcast will be an outlet for not just you and me but even the people who are listening to us and uh, we are hoping that uh, you reach out to us uh, as soon as you listen to the episodes and if you enjoy it of course not that we're going to force you to uh, send us messages but uh, yeah i think this is one of the reasons why i think this podcast is uh, you know a part a special part of our lives is also because uh, in a way it's also an outlet for readers like us to share the love for reading so true so true and also be able to sleep with it and that's why yeah. we call it sleeping with words yeah and uh, we're hoping that you have some beautiful and uh, you know sometimes beautiful sometimes scary sometimes hopeful sometimes hopeless dreams uh, through the words that we read to each other ah uh, ah uh, beware rutika you just told them to have hopeless dreams how can you say that to anyone <laughs> <laughs> i think we can begin we can begin with the first part that i would like to read to you 
yeah and honestly you know that's the thing with reading the beautiful thing about reading is that it's not judging you if you're feeling uh, hopeless you know yeah uh, you know it's it's this thing about not just being positive but also sometimes being pessimistic and wallow, wallowing in our own grief sometimes so yeah how beautifully you churn these ideas around reading i really love how you put it in perspectives thank you so much okay so i have a book on me it's called and the ocean was our sky okay okay it's written by patrick ness and it's illustrated by rovina kai uh, i did not hear of this author before uh, picking up this book i really loved the illustration on its cover and the way the story is written and mm. that was the reason to pick this up so what i do is i'll just uh, read the blurb so that we get the idea of what this book is about and then i'm going to read one page which really stayed with me sure okay call me bath sheba the whales of bath sheba's pod live for the hunt led by the formidable captain alexandra they fight a never ending war against men so it has been so it shall always be then the whales attack a man ship and instead of easy prey they find the trail of a myth a monster perhaps the devil himself with their relentless captain leading the chase they embark on the final hunt one that will forever change the worlds of whales and men so this is the blurb it's about uh, you know it, it reminded me of folk tales that we keep hearing it reminded me of this very structured narrative of nature versus men however mm. what is very interesting is it's like a philosophical inquiry when this whale bath sheba is talking to a man that she has captured or when she is following her captain you know every time she is questioning that why are am i making this history like why am i doing this why am i on a hunt why am i on this war so this constant mm. questioning by a whale became an entry point for me also to question the things around me especially the situation we see in palestine right now hmm hmm okay so i'll go ahead and i'll read that one page which stayed with me we are at the point in the story where you know there is a uh, there is blood bath and they have actually captured this man and you find out that this devil this devil is neither man nor whale so the form is very mysterious and that tells you that you know devil is never black and white Mm-hmm. But then he convulsed at another tear from our captain. His hands went back to her, but he could not get her free. Struggle though he might, the blood was now coming from his mouth as well. He still fought as she tenaciously refused to let him go, digging deeper and deeper into him, causing him to roll. And here is where I lost them. this eye is bathsheba and she is looking at this war which is happening between the devil that is named toby wick and okay. uh, the captain is fighting toby wick they disappeared into a cloud of thickening blood growing further and further from me staining the sea as they went i tried to follow but the wound in my own tail made me slow i still tried only stopping when out of the fury of blood emerged my captain's entire pectoral fin that was the last i saw of her that was the last anyone saw of toby wick so fast i could barely comprehend it i was alone in an empty ocean with my tail injured and no prophecy to be found anywhere at all it was as you know as you all know captain arctus who found me scenting blood in the water fighting off the sharks that grew bold at my weakness 
and though his words are regularly scorned because he spoke mercy to my captain it is also true that the war with men has been over since that day a new peace dawned our ports were no longer slaughtered men's ships no longer wrecked for all these long decades peace has reigned no formal treaty no declarations just that most powerful cultural control of all rumor even when no one would take captain after seriously rumors still spread rumors of what had happened i had told him the story but also that he must keep my name unknown that i would not admit to being a part of it until the day it was necessary and that day has come and so now i tell you my story now is the time for rumors swirl and ocean stir and in that maelstrom i fear devils will rise are rising have risen the great trick of the devil is to make you want to see him but it is only when you see him that you fear him and by then it is too late as i fear i might be we are too eager to build devils is it only a matter of time before we are at war again so i beg of you take the name bathsheba take it and place on it the prophecy of not going down this road take my name as the warning of where our fears will lead us where the devils we make will destroy us all or take it as what might happen if a whale can learn the name of a man and he can learn hers and she can mourn at his passing if this is possible what else might be take these prophecies i beg you take them in the shape of my broken heart we have had these years of peace why should we choose to abandon them why should you swim so quickly to break your heart alongside others and yet here is news of a port being massacred out in the deep ocean a port no one has seen but all have heard of here is news of a new story beginning let my name be the prophecy of how that story ends not in glory but in death take this name take bathsheba and make it a story of peace for there are devils in the deep but worst are the ones we make oh my god this is so apt for a lot of things that you know are happening all around us especially in countries that are sort of remote they're not as close to india um you know but actually the one thing that for me stood out from the excerpt that you read was how you know rumors and misinformation also is creating so much hate that it's actually uh, manufacturing wars yeah. you know all we need is a superpower to come in and uh, put two pawns against each other and it will create a war and uh, you know like i think the the thing that another line that i sort of uh, felt that i could resonate with is you know we create our own devils because uh, it could be something as simple as just the uh, the idea of just overthinking so much that sometimes it it creates fears that probably are not uh, you know justified sometimes so, in our own heads yeah yeah i totally hear you so with that with bathsheba's name i think we can go to the character that you are going to introduce to us
<laughs> okay before we go to my character i do want to say that uh, you know we, we you and me both have been part of the student movements uh, you know that happened uh, in delhi and in general i think both of us are people who attend attended a lot of protests and yeah. i feel like uh, you know when you hear bachaba you know that she has the heart of a true protester <laughs> yeah yeah yes wow i never looked at it that way now i look at it this way that you know uh, i i totally agree with you rutika how people spin this around that you know you protesters when you are out on the streets maybe you are doing the massacre and you are creating war whereas we are actually doing the opposite yeah and can- somehow Hmm. some of the tone with which you spoke uh, you know bachaba's words sort of in my head in collabo in collabo was playing in my head so <laughs> i can only imagine bachaba avail saying it wow this is a <laughs> spin and twist to it thank you rutika for doing this to me <laughs> you're welcome okay so i'm going to go to a character that is you know so you and me uh, every time we talk i have this image of uh cocoa in milk okay because you bring the milk you bring uh, a certain quality to our conversations and somehow uh, i'm i'm just going to be a little uh, not so humble and say that i also bring a very different and a contradictory quality to our conversations so you know uh, one of the things is that j jean is a complete opposite character to bachaba uh because uh jaw is also a revolutionary the the book that i'm uh, talking about i'm sure some of you might have heard about it is called the little paris bookshop okay mm-hmm. and uh, it's by this author called nina george and uh, it it is best known it's an international best seller so she is known for the book itself okay and uh, the story of the book is that uh, there is this guy called perdu jaw perdu and uh, he is basically he himself calls himself a literary apothecary apothecary <laughs> hmm. uh and uh, you know he has this floating book bookstore uh, in uh, i again i don't know how to pronounce it s e i n e c e n c n let's call it show if it's french maybe show sure okay we both me and madhuri i'm not we're not really well versed with french so all the french people listening to this podcast uh, no offense uh, but yeah so he lives there and he has that um, you know bookshop but you know when you start reading the book you really don't you don't know much about perdu because the author creates the universe that he is surrounded by the universe of people the universe of memories the universe of um, you know all the things that people gain from him because uh, you know i always perceive perdu as a book doctor mm-hmm. you know like what when do you go to a doctor when you have a physical ailment or uh, sometimes it's just pain you know and uh, you go to books for that when you feel pain sometimes books really help you relieve the pain and uh, you know for me perdu is the book doctor because i really wish there was a perdu if i mean most of the bookstores uh, which are curated independent bookstores have perdus who are owners of the bookstores so uh, you know i really wish i could go to a bookstore right now in the middle of all of this uh, so just a few lines from the book i'm going to read where uh, perdu is he set out on a journey leaving the bookstore aside and he's given away his books and he's on a journey with two other 
men okay and the other man's name is kuno kunyo so kuno says these lines in the book loving or not loving should be like coffee or tea people should be allowed to decide how else are we to get over all our dead and all the women we've lost to carry them within us that is our task we carry them all inside us all our dead and shattered loves only they make us whole if we begin to forget or cast aside those we've lost then then we are no longer present either so jean looks at the allier river glittering in the moonlight and he says all the love all the dead all the people we've known they are the rivers that feed our sea of souls if we refuse to remember them that sea will dry up too I totally loved the way uh, it was structured. Like, how do you see the dead? How you see your memories? How do you see them? And especially right now, when you are so much inside, I think all you have right now is memories and scattered thoughts, and you yeah. can never completely bury them. But also, when you dig them out, what is it that you sit with? What do you make out of it? Is so important. Yeah, so. yeah. and. I think currently a lot of people around us and even us I think in a way are dealing with the sense of loss and a sense of longing right yeah. uh, so I feel like this line from the book really stood out for me because of that because when I was reading it I was thinking about the people I've lost in the middle of all of this and the people I uh, and the, the things that I used to do that I long for yeah so um, another thing about this book is that it also gave me a lot of special words so i would like to end it with saying that if you all our listeners have some special words that you have made up by putting two words together you can share it with us and uh, so let me just read a few words that i learned from this book okay 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 so one word i learned is star salt hmm. and the meaning of star salt uh, madhuri can you guess the meaning star salt star salt kuch khatta khara but also pleasant ooh i love i love the flavor it's creating um i can actually taste it uh, the meaning here is the star's reflection in a river ooh wow okay okay the second word is sun cradle what what do you think that means sun cradle uh It's, it does it signify warmth for me the word signifies warmth ah okay <laughs> yeah it does uh, i think um, somehow it it can be used as a metaphor so sun cradle is the sea and of course going to the sea gives both you and me warmth because people who have lived in Mom- bombay will definitely relate to this right oh yes yes don't <laughs> we are sun cradle <laughs> yeah um the the next one is family anchor what do you think that means a uh, family anchor someone who anchors the whole family <gasps> oh my god i love this okay i love your interpretation a lot and uh, i think i love it more than the meaning given here in this book but uh, the in, the word is family anchor and the meaning in the book is the dinner table oh <laughs> also quite that like this is a literal idea dinner table but it also metaphorically would mean someone who anchors the entire yeah. 
yeah and uh, for me it's also a family breaker somehow the dinner table because uh, a lot of times if politics becomes a core part of the conversations in the on the dinner table then of course it's going to divide the table into two halves yeah like um, you up, like you end up taking your meals in your rooms then <laughs> yes <laughs> that's what we opt to do okay the next one is heart notcher heart notcher okay so what does it mean your first lover oh sweet <laughs> okay i think uh, there is one last word that i want to leave all of you with um and it's also a line that's associated with that word that i'm going to read the word is called wishableness mm-hmm. and um, the line in the book is we all live in a wishableness each one in a different kind wow i i think from all the words that you said i'm going to take this word with me wishableness and i'm going to ask myself what is that wishable thing uh that is anchoring me <laughs> i'm also picking another word that you had used wow this has been such a joy ride with all the words rutika uh well i think honestly listening to you read has been uh, another trip for me too so i completely uh, you know i think this whole this whole uh, episode is going to be probably one of my favorites in the podcast Yeah, I hope so too. And may we create more and more fav- favorites, and may people keep listening to them. And it helps them find some solace, helps them to go to sleep after this. Even if you do not go to sleep immediately after this, at least it carries that sense of, you know, idea of Bomb. laying something to rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sleeping yeah. with. Uh okay so thank you so much for uh, if you're listening to this podcast thank you so much for listening to it and thank you so much madhuri for opening up this world of words for me uh even if it is for a few minutes in the day but uh, honestly this has been the highlight of my day today same here rutika and thank you so much for coming on board like so quickly ki ha let's do it let's read to each other So thank you so much, and you know, as Rutika said earlier, that if there are some words that you would like to share with us, you can write it to us on our email ID. So Rutika, would you like to share your email ID? My email address is letters that hug at gmail dot com. I'm going to spell it out: L E T T E R S T H A T H U G S at the rate gmail dot com. and my email id is advanimadhuri@gmail.com a d w a n i m a d h u r i @gmail.com so we hope to hear from you soon and rutika i am definitely hearing from you every weekend definitely so see you next weekend and thank you for listening to us bye bye bye